On this episode of Limited Edition, we welcome on a roundtable of NFT artists, including Elisa, Christine, and Cody. And then we also welcome on Mag NFT, or the founder of Mag NFT, Mag Master, that's what he wanted us to call him, on the stream. He was a lot of fun to talk to as well. Great show on deck for you coming up right here on all of your favorite podcast listening devices. That's right. We are all over the podcast feeds, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can now find limited edition to go along with our streaming platforms on Twitch, YouTube, and Periscope. So go ahead and buckle in for an NFT artist roundtable right now on limited edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome into another edition. We're back. It's Wednesday at 9 p.m., and that means it's time for limited edition here. I'm Russ Heltman, your host with NFT God. We have three uh, prominent NFT spokespeople, artists, uh, entrepreneurs, however you want to call them to describe them. They're a big part of the NFT community. We can't wait to welcome them on here. We're going to have a recorded interview later on with NFT artist Coldy. And we also have Mag NFT on the show. He's the founder of the NFT magazine, uh, arguably the first of his kind. We'll get the backstory about all that. And then we also have Lover, Lover Worldwide ETH slash Elisa Christine on to talk about uh, her VR journey, her journey into crypto, and her uh, her experience with this burgeoning new platform. But first off, Jason, welcome back, my man. It's been a week since our last show. A very fun show last Wednesday with the entire Zed Run crew. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. And uh, um, you already know, but next week we have a really fun treat. It's going to be basically uh, a bunch of the gens talking about all the NFTs we're aping. But this week's dedicated to art, NFT art, but I like to call them just artists now. I mean, there shouldn't be a distinction, and soon there will not be. So with that, I say bring on the guest. There you go. All right, here they are, Mag NFT and Alisa Christine joining the show. Thank you so much, you two, for coming on and uh, and talking about your journey. Let's uh, let's take, let's have the ladies go first here with Alisa uh, joining the show. How did you get your start into NFTs? Give the people a little bit of background about what has brought you to the show and what has gotten you so entrenched in the community. Okay, um, I started September twenty twenty. And I was inspired by connecting with the WOCA community group. So I found the Discord through other Discord groups. I found the WOCA group, community group, and they were putting an exhibit together called the She Art Exhibit. It was all female artists. It was the first time ever. And that's the Club. Women of Crypto Art, right? Women that's of the crypto group. Art, okay. Yeah. Um, their website is womenofcrypto.art. So, and uh, I found the Discord. And they were talking about an exhibit and any artists, females who wanted to contribute art and post your work. And I got involved that way. It was a very fast process. I had not created an NFT before. I was following what is crypto art and, you know, small doses. But this was I just got a complete, you know, pretty much overnight. I figured it out and made an NFT for the show. So I was very happy to be able to participate that in that and it really launched a whole other set of uh experiences in the crypto art world and community oh that's cool you're seeing the um one of the events that i put together right yeah 
And it's so tell crazy. us a little bit about this, Lover Worldwide. What has gone into this project a little bit? So um, being inspired by the She Art exhibit and having uh, female artists and artists come together and exhibit their work, as I do virtual reality uh, experiences, I decided that it would be nice to create an exhibit, an NFT exhibit, and create a gallery space and event in Altspace VR. And I did this, it was during the, typically during the time period of Art Basel, Miami. So, you know, a lot of things were shut down in Miami and I wanted to keep the vibe going and, you know, they can't shut down, you know, a virtual space. It's good. I knew that would be something that would continue and not, you know, not have an issue. So we put this event together with one of my partners uh, with the blockchain universe and it was really nice. And then I also had a platform for the all female community. So I had different artist platforms and it was called Girls to the Front and that had the Woka artists. We had a, um, a Black Lives Matter platform. We had a GEMS platform. It was pretty cool. We had a lot of diversity and a really nice group of new emerging artists and also well-known artists. So that event went off really nicely and I'm planning the next one coming up soon. All right. Jason, you want to go ahead? You can go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple questions as well. Um, I was looking through your blog, and there's a lot of things that really caught my attention. First off, it was the um, the Alt Space VR. Is that on the Oculus? It is available on almost any VR headset, Oculus, HTC Vive, and it's also available on the PC or Mac. So you can see it on the desktop as well. You don't need a headset to participate and to enjoy it. All right. And um, I'm just going to read a couple quotes that I that I saw on your thing that really um, came inspiring to me. I like that you said, uh, or actually, I want to ask you, what, do you actually, what did you mean by um, rethinking art in art communities? Like, what does that mean to you? Like, could you could you elaborate on that? What that means? Rethinking art and art communities. That was like one of your goals of um, of on your blog. That was one of your goals of what you wanted to see happen with the whole art thing. Like, what do you, NFT art in general? You know, I mean, especially as a virtual as a virtual reality artist, I've been in VR for three years, and I've been in traditional art for over fifteen years. Oh, wow. Um, you know, going from traditional art, you know, as a as a professional photographer, fine art photographer and all different kinds of light box, mixed media, all different things. Um, you know, there's a place to show your work and there's a place to sell your work. Right. People are used to the gallery experience, for example. Once I if, once I, you know, launched into virtual reality, it became a bit of a challenge to say the least to have people experience my artwork if you didn't have a headset and yeah. um and then also obviously selling the art was also a challenge because people weren't used to it you know what do they do with it kind of a thing and i began creating experiences and meditations where i would guide people through my paintings and um as i'm also a healing artist so the nft space all of that to say is it really for me personally created a way for me to not only express myself as an artist but also to be able to sell and monetize the work 
you know. For sure. The pandemic appeared and it became more difficult for me to do in-person meditations. And so having the NFT possibility just opened up so many doors and spaces and communities and groups and collaborations. I mean, yes. it just makes everything possible, especially for people in virtual reality art. I believe, at least for me, it's been it's been a blessing ever since I've started oh. creating and selling NFTs. I love the virtual reality art. Like, pretty much all the art I've bought so far has been at very minimum animation art like i just love the animation so i said i had two more questions for you before russ jumps in and before um um mag starts talking first i want to ask you unlockable content you were talking about rare perks what are some of these that you propose that you will do and other artists will do in the future for unlock unlockable content Okay, um, as of now, there are very few platforms that can sell the 3D model NFT, for example. There are a few, you know. Um, and so when I first started, I was on Rarible and there was no 3D models at the time. So my unlockable content was a way for me to sell the actual VR model of the piece. So you would oh, okay. purchase the NFT and then I would offer the unlockable as the VR experience itself. So I'm, I've been doing that, not with all of my pieces, but with many. This way people have an opportunity to put that piece sculpture in their virtual gallery somewhere. For sure. Now, I read, I also read that you use Tilt Brush. Have you, have you tried Blender or After Effects? Like, what is it that you like about Tilt Brush? Um, so Tilt Brush is primarily within the headset and to be honest, as technical as virtual reality is, I really, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't really enjoy being on the computer so much. So oh. what I love about VR is that I'm in the space and I'm painting. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on a minute. So you're actually in this VR and you could paint with your hands? Like, really? It works like that? Yeah. There's some videos of me painting live you can see. And that's tilt brush. Yeah, tilt brush. Oh, that sounds great. That's I, I have to, I have to at least. I'm not going to be as good as anybody else, but <laughs> I definitely want to try this out because that sounds really awesome. It's a lot and, of fun. It really is because you're involved in it, and it's 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 digital. However, it's very organic because oh, for sure. Controllers and the controllers are just streams of light that you control the density. They have animated qualities, so you can create things that vibrate. And, and it's really it's it's really a lot different than sitting in front of the computer. And I, I, I like to dance with it as well. So I'll do live performance and, you know, dance. And sometimes I do a live meditation as I'm dancing and painting. So it's kind of fun. Oh, what's that movie? What's that movie called with the dude in it? Uh, I love I can't think of the movie. Um, oh, it has the dude in it where the lady's like on suspend like on a like a metal cable. So she's oh, flying and, um, and Big Ready Lebowski. Yeah, Big Lebowski. Oh. You're like Big Lebowski, but in VR. <laughs> I have to remember right. that. I'm not registering. So that. here, here's a little kind of preview of what Elise is talking about here, with the, uh, with one of the um, VR experiences. Thank you. You guys are amazing posting all of the. This is awesome. The way so that's kind of the firsthand look with like with you at the glasses and then you're walking around and this is kind of what you're seeing essentially. Yeah. And 
you know, interestingly, um, that performance, what you're seeing live is the first time I ever painted live. And it, it's a, it's a, it could be a short story, but it was the first time I painted live and I had only learned how to paint in virtual reality. I taught myself how to paint like within about two weeks before oh, wow. that performance. <laughs> wow. Awesome. All right. We will, uh, we will well, get Elisa. I have one more question. I have one more question. Save, for save, it, save it for the back half. We got to get Mag NFT in here to discuss his project okay. as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Haaland out of uh, out of Montreal, Quebec. Correct me if I'm wrong on, on that one, but we have a, a friend to the north with us tonight. Mag NFT started the, I believe this is, is this the first dedicated NFT magazine, Mag, that, uh, that you started back in 2019? Yeah. So it was the first official uh, NFT art uh concentrated uh, focus uh, magazine yep. awesome so what what perked your interest or got the wheels rolling on starting this idea and becoming so involved and kind of like a voice for the nft community well i was already in the blockchain uh, on a uh, user retention and uh, uh, for a project so they could do a better a better testing on their platform so I was already known as a user advocate of the blockchain and the uh, the concept of having utility behind uh, the blockchain. And naturally, then when non-fungible tokens came out, um, well, for me that was just a you know a, a love affair, uh, technologically for users and a Web three interaction. So um, once I discovered NFT, then it was just a natural fit. And, you know, art at that specific time uh, was the, you know, was ahead of the market. And, and you know, non-fungibles game assets wasn't there yet. You know, we did have kitties in art. We did have punks, I know. And then eventually, you know, we look where the, uh, the market has grown to if we look at uh, crypto punks today. But uh, that's basically almost how it came about. I love it. I love it. So you are Magmaster, I would assume, here from the... Uh... From the masthead here of the team, what's uh, what it, what has the build been like over the past two years in terms of where you started to where you are now? How has the growth pattern been for you guys? Oh wow! Uh, so uh, single uh, one person alone behind a project, uh, you know, with a language barrier, being French, my um, you know my mother's tongue. Um, so and now growing to a huge collaboration today we're talking collaboration with uh, you know uh, makers places uh, you know featured on every issue has an article uh, you know with us um we got visa also uh, visa is a very well um you know og in the space uh, artist and you know um so and he's also a writer for us uh so now today we've grown from what was maybe the first you know issues at the beginning um you know i was fortunate enough that MagNFT being one of the first how can I say, you know, um, you know, general content oriented um, uh, place to go. Uh, you know, we were fortunate enough that we had people like Avastars with Jimmy, you know, with the NFT42 team, you know, work, you know, collaborate with us. Uh, we had Wellshark that was once, you know, a uh, curator for five edition with us. So, um, so yeah, you know, in the NFT art scene, you know, I, I was fortunate to grow something, a project that became today what it is. Uh, we offer physical copies, and you can view the actual each uh, edition, the latest issue. You always can view for free uh, digitally on uh, magnft.com. Uh, you'll see right there the magazine. Just click on the full view, and it'll give you like an ebook experience. And um, yeah, and you can also purchase it at the actual physical uh, issue itself, also uh, soft and hardcover. And uh, yeah, ship uh, worldwide uh, through a third party. 
So what if you had to pick one of these 23 issues, right? You guys have done 20, 23, correct? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're about there. 23, 24. Yeah. What is one that is the first one hold the heart, the biggest place in your heart? Is there a, a particular cover that you're really fond of? What's the first issue you think of when you think of the journey that MAG and FT has been on the past better part of two years? Well, I hope it's not a spoiler for you because it was one of the issues you brought up just before the P-Show. Um, so when Mike, see, so here's the thing. Um, Satoshi Initiatives was always a user advocate. So we used to actually, like example, um, I created Twitter accounts for a project like Scent being a social platform where people can interact. Um, so and NFT art really grew also on that platform. It's called Scent. Um, so for example, um, I was always there, you know, supporting others and everything. And when I did MagNFT, here's the reason why is that we have big artists, big names. So the Josies, the Skinnies, the, the Connie Digitals, uh, the Trevor Jones, you know, the Coldies. These are big names getting the traction that, you know, that they well deserve for the, the talent they had. But here's what I, blockchain for me was always an innovation was that it empowered people from developing countries, empowered them financially, empower them with the content that they could provide to uh, to us, you know, uh, developing countries. So uh, when I create a magazine, my focus to always, of course, you need it for the magazine to have a featured artist that will get the traction. But my goal is always to feature artists that maybe did not have the traction or the following on social media that they deserve according to the, the talent that they were showing. So the third issue that you see there, um, that is a guy named Peter Well. So after the first issue, uh, you know, we're talking people that already know, you know. So the first issue was the Coldy was on it, by the way, Skinny, um, you know, um, uh, Connie Digital. So all the original gangsters were there. So, you know, first issue, of course, is special. But at the same time, it was like almost like, a, you know, a test drive. Yeah. Um, then second issue, again, I think it's Bard Iderson I had there. So, again, you know, well-known figure in So come the third issue, uh, Peter contacted me. So Peter's a Mexican, this little Mexican artist had, I think, like 32 followers and um, comes to me and sends me in DM this amazing Bitcoin, but in sketch. And I go, holy smokes, did you mint that? And he goes, yes. He says, I'm going to mint it and I can show you what I've already minted. And I went, dude, can I, can you be a featured artist in my magazine? And I at that time had about a thousand followers on Twitter and he was like, fuck, it'd be an honor. And I'm like, no, the honor's mine. <laughs> um, so I featured him. And that was the third issue. He had never sold nothing. Um, he was from Mexico, you know, uh, working on the fields, uh, earning very hardly, you know, the little, you know, uh, dollar, American dollar that he could make in a day. Yeah. And and this guy, a, a very well-known collector at the time, and still is, Moderates, um, was a um, was a consumer of the Mag NFT. And the Moderates made an offer of 3.5 Ether right away. A one-shot initial offer, 3.5 Ether. For that piece, and yeah. and look, Peter Well came back to me crying, like uh, he uh, called me, and I accepted the call. And dude, it was like I was more happy. This is what blockchain was all about. Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. Awesome. We love hearing so, stories like that. Yeah, for so sure. for yeah, so for me, like of course, you know, you get the credit where the credit is due, but you'll agree with me, guys, that the credit is just for that specific moment of giving that support line, but the, the empowerment that you provide to others, showing to others what you can do with blockchain and that empowerment of support, community support for me was more powerful than any other message. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what sucks about being an artist and 
prior to blockchain, prior to NFTs was, I mean, from from the artists that I know, I know a few friends. Like they, actually, I have a buddy. He actually teaches um, graduate courses down in Miami at a at a college, and he's teaching graduate. And the guy's working three jobs right now because there's no money in art. I mean, I'm trying to get him an NFT art, but the thing is, he's working three jobs. He doesn't have time at all to even start learning how to do all of this. It, ah, I don't even know, man. It, it's it's a struggle for everybody, and I'm really happy that artists nowadays are able to make money off their profit, off their uh, works while they're still um, young and can retire early off of it, basically. But don't forget, guys, so secondary market royalties was not around with Super Rare when these guys came around, right? So there was that a big too. debate. Yeah, there was a big debate. Uh, we have to give props where props is due. There's a few... Uh, names that we need to mention that were the precursors and the pushers of this, you know, um, half from the trash community and half from the like traditional NFT community, let's say there, that pushed yeah. that, narr that na narrative of royalties. And thank God, because, you know, once again, what are we doing? We're empowering the content, not just the For creator. Sure. Not just the creator, but the content, because the content could be the proprietorship of a multitude of creators, right? So well, it's sure. all about the, it's all about the content. Um, there, I'll give you an example. Like also another issue. Let me go down. If you go to uh, uh, magnft.com backslash magazine, we'll make it simple. Is the bibliography, but do, uh, just do magnft.com backslash magazine. Mm -hmm. Go down to yeah. So go at the bottom issue twenty two. So look at that cover. That's a depiction of the 16th chapel made by this guy from Ghana that gave it an African culture flavor to it. Now tell me, guys, do you know? And this guy is having, is, you know, is having a hard time getting the traction he deserves. But look at the quality. Look at that. You know, that yeah, NFT. it's nice. That's beautiful. You know? Yeah. It's just, is it's is like, he also the featured artist on your homepage right now? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, we can show that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you go to homepage, if I'm correct, comment is still there. The team's working there. There you go. Look at that. Oh, that's him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Ahmed Party. So that, that's another one. So he does. Um, so Ahmed does um, um, uh, like uh, really NFT focus uh, to his culture, African, more specifically to Ghana culture. Hmm. So now, how does the relationship like that build? Is this all organic through social media? Do you find all these people online? Is it through Discord? How does how did you, for example, run into Ahmed and then bring him into the fold? Well, at the beginning, the community being so small and being mostly focused socially on Twitter and Scent, and since being already on Scent prior to the NFT art wave, um, I, getting uh, artists at the beginning was not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. What I can say now is that I count myself to be so fortunate because now MagNFT to what has it become makes it that I don't need to search anymore. Everything is DM to us. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's guys, for real, it's a privilege. And it's sad because you can't feature everybody that does uh, message you. But um, the artwork, the, 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 the amount of talent out, out there is just unbelievable. And every different style, you know, and, like each talent is so unique in their style. Oh, for sure. Like you were telling me earlier that this is your third, third podcast today. Like you're, you're a popular guy, man. Well, listen, it's not that it came like that there because this week it just came that it came all today. But it's not a question of popularity. I think it's a question to spread 
the um the correct knowledge the reason why is that i was on clubhouse mostly uh, today um i actually i am an anti macintosh uh, i know it's apple no it's macintosh i'm an anti macintosh guy so and i had to, i went to buy it because of uh, token smart i'm part of the token smart team and um and dude, a clubhouse is scary because it reminds me of the um, the uh, bull run era of 2017, where a lot of people are giving misinformation that could really hurt adoption. And you know? so, I don't think I'm. It's a question of popular uh, popularity. I think there's so many like me. There's hundreds to thousands like me right now on Twitter, and I think all of us are doing the proper thing, which is spreading the right knowledge to the proper people, especially those embarking into the ecosystem, to ensure they have a, a good experience. Yeah, look at it kind of like a responsibility. You can go ahead, Jason, with any questions you have, and then we can kind of wrap it up with these two and send them on their merry way this evening. All right, I have I have a few questions for both of you. First, um, Mag, um, what do you know about the W the the woman of uh, crypto art and Wolka? Her, Wolka. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Wolka. Wolka rocks, man. Anything that is girl oriented, rock con, man, and. It, uh, Yuna, just a big, uh, you know, and amazing what you guys are doing, and a big props to Yuna. I gotta give her because I've been following her for a while, and uh, there's a few other, you know, for sure there. But uh, I, I've been following Yuna, and everything that has to do. There was actually used to be also um, a, a woman in blockchain, which I was working with Satoshi Initiatives that are from Ottawa. I think that that's what is community based. And I think empowering girls, and I don't think there's enough, be honest with you guys, still too many male figures in podcasts, still, still too many male figures in featured artists on the major minting platforms. I, I still think we have a long way to go, man. And I'm so happy to see that we have communities like Walker that are there to support each other and shake some, shake the community up once in a blue moon. And I have a question for you. Um... I have two questions for you real quick. Alyssa. First off. Alisa. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like Mona Lisa. Yes. Alisa. I'll never Alisa. forget that. That's a great way to, to subjugate that pronunciation. Mona Lisa. For sure. A, makes it kind of fun, honestly, to correct people. It does. It does. And it and it incorporates art. There you, um, yeah, there you go. I saw on your page, I really, really like your piece called EGG Existence. It's 101, not for shit, not for sale. When's that going to be on sale? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was inspired by the Aito egg movement that when it start when that the egg started buying up a bunch of NFTs. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Um, I'm not. It was, it's still happening. You know, it, it's an egg profile, anonymous profile, and the egg was sweeping people's, you know, accounts and just purchasing all kinds of art. So I had actually some eggs painted in virtual reality already, and I was inspired to make a few adjustments and post it. And so the egg, Aito, purchased that piece. So it's not for sale, but it was purchased originally. So I guess they haven't decided to sell it yet. Oh, okay. And my, <laughs> other, my other question is, um, it's not a question. Tell us about these tarot cards you uh, that you and the Woka are making. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and he can actually pull them up real quick too to show us what what they are. They're yeah, pretty so slick. Yeah. Are they on what what part of your website are they on, Elisa? Um, Just go to Woka. You Woka. Can go to Woka of okay. crypto women of crypto dot art slash Woka uh, slash tarot, I believe. 
If you just type in Woka and Tarot, you'll find it. Or go okay. to the async page I'll pull as it well, because it's up on async. So the cool thing about the Tarot is that it was devised by a community chat and Discord. And one of the artists, I believe it was Daniela Doodles, who had the idea to create a tarot supported by a bunch of other women artists. And we just began a chat and posted up a Google Doc. People selected a different tarot to create. So each artist created their own rendition of one of the 22 major arcana tarot cards. And yes. it's been evolving. It's a seven months in the process. It's wow. finally released now on Async and it's it's innovative in so many ways. It's one of the first all-female collab um, pieces, the largest all-female collab pieces. It's on, um, it's uh, the first truly randomized programmable art on Async. So if you're not familiar with Async, it's all the art on Async is programmable. So, um, it creates a different randomized reading every day. So it's a three card spread and each day it randomizes one card. Um, the cards can appear vertical, uh, inversed, and also there could be duplicate cards. And also uh, the Woka community, if you follow Twitter, hello Woka, you will see there's also an interpretation of the readings. So each day Woka is sharing some messages that the, the Woka Tarot is reading for you and everyone else, and it will be a functional, fully functional tarot until eternity. So it's programmed on the blockchain, it's fully functional, and it's just such a pioneering adventure that I am so humbled, honored, blessed, and grateful to be a part of. It just, it, it's an alignment with a lot of my mission as an artist, and in addition, not only are all of the artists sharing a portion of the proceeds of the NFT, also one equal share is going to the WOCA organization itself. Oh, and great. That, and that will help fu uh, further future projects for the entire WOCA organization. And there's also a special feature tarot deck printed cards. So any coll the collector will receive a limited edition tarot printed deck and then as well they will um have there's going to be 50 limited edition cards printed so there are a lot of nice features to go with the tarot card and, the and these are the cards right right here yeah each of the cards are created by different artists minus the lion right there strength <laughs> and that was created in virtual reality Wow. I love this. I love everything I see. And um, big shout out to um, Giselle X. She is a female OG crypto NFT artist. And she was like one of the very first people I've ever met on Twitter, pretty much. As everybody that's listened to my past shows, I was off all social media for probably eight years. And then when I got a top shot, I'm like, I got into NFTs. And I'm back on I'm back on social media now. And she was one of the first people I met. She's been a great influence. She's helped me out a lot. So how do you know her? 
so I met Giselle through the WOCA community and, you know, as part as a participant of the first exhibit that I participated, the She Art exhibit. And then additionally, when I created my uh, call to artists, she submitted for that exhibit as well for the crypto music uh, NFT exhibit that was during the Miami Art Week. And then the tarot just evolved, you know, so what's really beautiful about the tarot project and any other projects in the collapse is that we really begin creating relationships amongst ourselves in different ways. And we really start to begin to connect with what everybody's talents are outside of even just being an artist. I got to tell you, these women know what they're doing. Like it's just oh, for sure. ex exquisite synergistic exchange of innovation, ideas, programming. I'd love to shout out also ocular delusion, Karen, she has been one of the major proponent organizers of the tarot. She kind of took it by the reins and helped us see it to the finish line. And Sparrow, uh, she is one of the people who helped move the cards into the um, an async programmable Okay. Piece. So that really created a big difference for the cards. So rather than just selling each card as a static, it's now this fully functional deck it's just for me i'm fascinated by the entire thing everybody blows me away so and it's really really beautiful to be a part of it when yeah, does the bidding cool. end it's in may right may, may 1st. 1st yeah may 1st and, and there let's will put be, the web page down here so everybody knows what's the web page um the web page is woka um women of crypto dot art and, and also that's you where you pay the Twitter page. The Twitter is Hello Woka. Okay. And if you go to Async, you can do you can type in Async Art Tarot, um, and you'll find us. And there's also going to be a one-hour party on Discord before the auction ends. And what's even oh, yeah? exciting is we already have a really nice amount of bids so far. I haven't checked recently, but the last bid um, we had was I can't remember the name off the top of my head, Verita something, and it was 10.99 is was the last. Oh, wow. Oh, go. wow. There you so, go. Um, very exciting. So, you know, it's just really. Oh, for sure. What about you, Mag? Maybe you have a, um, maybe you're going to have a new cover for next month, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, listen, um, Lisa, I'll be checking out for sure uh, your work afterwards, but all the names you now mentioned being Spiral, uh, being Sandy, uh, being Giselle X. I think Giselle actually was in her second or third issue uh, back in- Oh, was she? Yeah, absolutely. She actually dating way back. Giselle is, of course, an original gangster of the crypto. She's awesome. Thing. She's all, like, she has given me so much stuff. Her and um, uh, a guy by the name of Mario, he was in the Genesis box of NFTs. He has like, uh, it's that face that like the skulls. He's like an OG going back like 20 years of art, man. That guy, he's great too. Um, what's, so, what's so, I I, I know, I, I think I'd like to ask Elisa if that's possible. Isn't, yeah, it, sure. isn't, isn't it incredible the empowerment that it gives creator, even the traditional artists already in the scene, eliminating these barriers that were a, a barrier not only to yourself and your collector, but to an entire community and ecosystem that is focused towards your creations itself. 
Yeah, you speak of community and I've got, I really, I will highlight that again, that, you know, it's one of the first times I'm feeling such a community in a global scale because most of the artists, at least I've been blessed to connect with many, some pretty good people and everyone wants to give back and everyone wants to share the light, you know, and there's art trains on Twitter and people shout each other out. And, you know, man, I would love to shout out every single artist on the tarot. I mean, we have, um, we have Czech, that's sorry if I spell her, pronounce her name, are uh, Space Divers, who's Barbara Tosti, Vanessa. Um, who else is on there? There's so many. Um, uh, I don't it's like the Oscars. This yeah, is like the Oscars I mean, right now. If I go to look at the list, I'll lose the stream. But oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Tomorrow or tonight, uh, send me a DM, and I will tweet this out tomorrow of everybody you want to – if, in case you forgot anybody, I'll tweet it out tomorrow so that everybody gets their um their their due in this, and yeah, hopefully I mean, it gives. Hopefully, I can give you guys more exposure. I appreciate that. We all appreciate it. You know, it's 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 been a, a group effort for the Tarot Project. I mean, so many. Oh, Cilie, she's uh, another artist. There's just so many people. Oh, Cryptic Fauna or Fauna Crypto. <laughs> I love all the names. Everybody's got these different names. And yeah, so, for sure. You know, it's really, it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful effort because the empowerment really matters. And I really believe, I mean, if you look at my mission statement or on almost anything, it's I, I'm an advocate of positive change. And being a part of this collaboration is just that, you know, part of the proceeds are going to help empower more women artists getting into Yeah, this that's state. great. There you go. All right, Mag NFT, we'll let you go first. And then Alisa, what do you guys have to plug before we let you guys go? All that great stuff, lay it on the audience. Well, thank you so much, guys, for having me. I really appreciate it. This was a great podcast. Great questions. Uh, Alisa, I'll be uh, checking out everything you've been doing. Just seeing that VR is just amazing, girl. Keep dancing. That's so rocking also. Uh, all the success with Woka. I already support you girls. I do retweet a lot of your stuff. And uh, yeah, absolutely. We need more girls. We need we need more of everything. More culture, more of everything. We need more everything in this. So uh, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. Take care oh, now. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, NFT, Mag NFT. And then, uh, Lisa, anything anything left to plug? Where, where can people uh, find your work and all that good stuff? You can catch Mag NFT, uh, magnft.com, easy to find and easy to purchase. The hard copies that you should definitely be purchasing along with being able to see all the digital copies as well. Big thanks to Mag NFT for coming on the show. But, Elisa, we'll give you the floor before you let you go. Thank you. Well, he left that. I wanted to thank you. Oh, he's got, he's got a – He's got a copy ready to show right there. I love it. So this is the, right, the latest issue right there, there, just to give you guys an idea there. So oh, uh, nice. show that off a little bit. Look at that crisp, crisp publishing right there. That's I nice. I get a copy or, or a few. <laughs> yeah. So, and you guys can uh, get it. Awesome. Or, uh, so, oh, yeah. I'll definitely, I'll definitely buy a couple copies for sure, man. I, especially number three. <laughs> there you go. Issue number three with the awesome, uh, I love cover. issue number three, and I think it was uh, 16 or something with the Beatles. 
So the Beatles, just the just a heads up. So here's the thing, though, guys. The Beatles really interesting. So this is Josie Delbo. Here's a Ven Venezuelan artist that worked for Marvels and uh, DC Comics. Wow. This man is over you know uh, over seventy years old. He comes into the NFT scenes, okay, and through the help of his um, um, uh, uh, um, uh, smaller child, sorry, I'm French, so grandson, uh, with the help of his grandson, does a collaboration with Trevor Jones and does Superwoman. He's the actual inventor of Superwoman. He's the creator what? of Superwoman. Yes. So listen what? to this. And Sitting here's the best the, for last bag what, NFT. Here's where the empowerment. I know. You should have let in with this, man. What's going so here? Here's where the empowerment comes in, guys. He made so he um, uh, he made a few Twitter where you could just um, uh, feel the the, uh, the comment where he said financially over this year uh, he has made more over one year than he has done his entire career. Wow! Wow! His entire career. It's amazing. Like it just shows it, it just shows you that those are the stories that it, it, it can happen. And this we're talking about like somebody that's that is historic in the in the comic side. And I'm not a comic con guy, but you know he's historic. He's worked on Transformers. He's done Transformers. He's done the, he's done the, the Yellow Submarine with the Beatles. He's the one behind the uh, cartoon. He was the one behind the cartoon of the Yellow Submarines with the Beatles. Can you imagine that? No. <laughs> And he made more money than last year, and he did all that other stuff. That that's crazy, man. That, that's taking out the middleman, taking out for the sure. middleman. That's the for way to sure. do it right there. Well, that's beautiful. What I, I, I met, yeah, that's what I met with Elisa. Not to keep on the conversation, but that's what I met with Elisa because here's the problem we had previously. We had artists that had to go to gallery brokers, yeah. and here's yeah. the thing: is that you're isolating the artist and why are you isolating for many reasons you want to control the revenue you want to control yep. the logistic you want to control exclusivity so, yep exactly and it, i felt when i would go to galleries guys i this is so weird i'm gonna say something really weird elisa i didn't meet a lot of happy artists hmm. i met very good artists don't get me wrong i met amazing talented artists but every time i met one there was something in me that was like crying saying this is not me. There's more to me. Do you understand? I always felt that from creators when I went to galleries. And that's where I think the blockchain came in is that now, like, look, through collaborations, you know, like when you take two amazing creators, add their content together to create something even more powerful. For me, like she says, you know, async is the ability to create layers also. You know, for a collector, not just for the artist, for the collector also. It's just mind-blowing sorry to keep on going guys i'll no that was great that's the way to end <laughs> it right that? there nft map that? that's 100 percent true what i'm showing right on the screen representation representation access you get very good artists and you turn them into very happy artists yeah because it was cool. never there before nobody could promote their own stuff without all these middlemen taking a chunk out of it Exactly. 60, up to up to 60%, guys, sometimes. Cool. Galleries would charge artists up to 60% of the actual revenues of the auctions. And that's crazy. And Alisa, can, I'm sure, can attest to that. And it was uh, that high at times. 40% was not uncommon. 40% was not uncommon. 60% was often seen. And they do the exact same thing with musicians. The musician artists, they get, they get the same stuff. They... There's so many people with their hand out that they have to give all this money yeah, to. Even boxing, boxing's had the same issue with the fighters not able yeah. to uh, not able to get past the promoting middlemen. 
That's look the, at uh, royalties. Look at royalties. We had so we had a guy named Lawrence um, uh, uh, Lawrence Art. If you want to check him, he's on Super Rare Everything. So older gentleman again. Had a, he's a famous Texan artist. Okay, he's famous to uh, draw the um, the natives. If you would see his art, you would say, "Oh, I've seen this before." It's the famous Texas, like uh, these um, you know Indian characters. So You're gonna he tell me he's poor. I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear this. Wait, but uh, thank God he discovered NFT. But here, what he was saying oh. is that. If he, like he sees at times, he sees on the newspaper sales of his artwork for five, 10 grand, he doesn't get a penny in commission. Oh, no, no, don't say that. He doesn't that. get a penny oh. in commission. And, you know, like that's why this blockchain, I think is, is you'll laugh from, this is how I compare it. You remember Napster with MP3? This is the Napster moment of 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 internet where it's going to change and it, it will be now what we call financial assets on a napster level where we'll be now be able to empower everybody with that too nice nice wild wild west that we're running into and we're gonna try to have it all covered here on limited edition and we'll definitely be bringing mag nft back on as well as alisa for sure for sure another show mag nft thank you so much man for all the information the passion it, it shines through the screen loved having you on tonight have a good night, Thank my man. You. All right, Elisa, what do you have to plug before uh, we say goodbye? So, um, speaking of music, I recently created a virtual reality 360 music video. So Ooh. you'll be able to get inside the headset and be completely immersed in a music video. And I created that for a band called Love Crush Velvet. Mm -hmm. And that'll be getting released soon and hopefully soon to NFT. And I am slowly building my way through some of the platforms. So I'm looking for a good platform that would be a good fit for that particular video. Um, that's very exciting for me. And you can also, you'll be able to see it on YouTube the same as any 360 video. So you don't need the headset. Uh, another project I'm going to be putting together is another virtual and um, NFT exhibit. And that's going to be in partnership with AGA. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with AGA, which is the art gallery auction house. And they have a Telegram auction, NFT auction group. And that's one of the places where I also began selling some of my NFTs. And that's an amazing community. And they're very supportive of women as well. They're very supportive of everyone who's starting, you know, new and well-known artists are all part of that chat group and also some collectors and it's a really beautiful space, so I'll be partnering with them, and I'll be putting together an exhibit for, um, it's going to be called Abstract Anomaly, so the submissions will be coming open soon, and then the event will be in Altspace again, partnering with Blockchain Universe and also Kodami, and um, we're also going to be putting some workshops together, so NFT workshops for people who are looking to get into the space and a little bit of pointers, so that'll be all coinciding what? with the exhibit so, so what is it you're telling them how to like how to how to get money into their metamask or whatever they need and how to upload it in there and what gas is going to cost and all that so exactly that's Just that's awesome a basic yeah a basic setup of what is needed you know there's a lot of information that you know we don't always know it took me a long time to figure oh, out for sure know it all you know so and with the help of um, the, you know, Kodami and 
they have been doing some workshops so we're going to put some workshops together along with that and so that's very exciting for me and that's free helping empower other people is that going to be free for everybody um the exhibit is free to submit the workshops may or may not have a fee we're still working that out it might be sliding scale and i know for sure we're okay. offering scholarships so if they can't afford it oh scholarship propose, nice yeah they could propose a little um summary of why they want to learn more and nice. we'll offer some some subscription some, some free um or, um scholarships for that well i'll there tell you, you what i'm gonna i'm going to uh send you a dm after this i'm look I know a musician that's actually looking for an animator right now, and maybe you two can collaborate on this. He was actually on our show before. Um, I don't know if you know him, but Clay Perry. Sounds familiar. He was on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he's looking for a good animator. Maybe you guys can collab on this, and um, I'll definitely DM you about it. Thank you. And that video I actually worked on, um, I had the support and editing, 360 editing, by the bad lament who is also a part of the tarot card she's the other virtual reality artist on the tarot deck so she was a, a joy to work with so that could be a possible another collab for us to do in the future that would be fantastic and, for sure and then just as far as other i mean there's just so much going on but i would love to give some props to the guild if you're not familiar with the guild nft they're another collaborative group also very supportive of artists i'm very blessed to be a part of that collaboration as well and we've put out a few nfts before and they've already created some innovative records in nft so please check them out the guild nft um on twitter is the handle and you can also find them on um online the website is the guild nft i'm not sure if i think it's the guild nft.com the website is recently re recently released and it's got a whole list of amazing artists og and new people so it's all right so much excitement you know i know i love it. it i love yeah, it all right, gonna... lisa thank you so much for coming on the show we really <laughs> look appreciate at it look at all that homework you just gave me to do uh, hopefully it's enjoyable. Well, thank you. There you go. No, thank I you so much. You can company. catch Elisa at at L U V R worldwide and also at Elisa Christine dot love. All her great work going on there. Elisa, thank you so much for coming on the program. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. We are going to go to the recorded interview with Coldy, and then we will be back to close out with final goodbyes after the recorded interview. Here it is: our interview with Coldy, NFT artist. Very special pre-recorded edition of the limited edition interview. I am your host, Russ Heltman, NFT God. On the other side of the dial, here streaming on Streamyard. I want to thank everyone once again for joining us on Twitch, Twitter and everywhere that you're watching, namely YouTube as well. We have a very special guest on today's show. His name is Coldy. He's a crypto art NFT early adopter. He's an art director as well, has an, his own website at, or you can find it at Coldy3D, as in three-dimensional.com. He's got a very cool, uh, very cool background, all that stuff. We'll show that website once we bring him on. But let's, uh, without further ado, welcome to the show, Coldy. Uh, thanks for coming on, my man. Thanks for having me, you guys. This is awesome. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Doing pretty well. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's three o'clock here. What is it? 12, 12 in California? Yeah, it is. Yep. All so, right. Cody, 
what's uh just give the people a little bit of background about you it's it's a little vague on your twitter it's a little vague on the website coldy3d.com what can people find there and what can people namely uh hear and see from you in terms of the nft world yeah so um i'm a i call myself a stereoscopic artist so uh for the last 10 years or so i've been uh diving in the rabbit hole of uh, three-dimensional um, artwork using uh, stereoscopics. So what that means is basically if you have, you know, both your eyes, uh, it's binocular vision. So that's what gives you depth when you look. And um, over the years, I've uh, I started with uh, 3D concert photography where I would shoot bands. I got to shoot Coachella for a couple of years. Um, I started getting my own photo passes and shooting the Red Hot Chili Peppers and kind of putting myself like out of my comfort zone and trying to capture my passions in art. So um, I did photography. Um, I also do graphic design and fine art. And back in 2018, I uh, got into doing NFTs. Uh, that was even before ERC 721s. So I was kind of the guinea pig uh, for some of the early Ethereum tokens. And right, because so that started in 2017, right? Something like that? Yeah, so, you know, CryptoKitties, uh, there's some kind of early... Um, 721s, a uh, super rare started a uh, kind of later, uh, around mid 2018. And that's when I got into, um, mostly minting on super rare over the years. Awesome. So what can people find? Let's go ahead and show them the website right now. What can people find when they go to coldy3d.com. I'm loving this design right here. We got a little, is that a little Warren Buffett? I see his face rolling around. There. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was, I think, uh, Warren Buffett number one in the Decentralized series. And there's this cool effect where it's kind of a kaleidoscope thing where they all kind of go on top of each other and make this chaotic pattern, which is really, uh, I was vibing with that. So yeah, the website, you know, it's definitely uh, still in progress. I need to... Uh, fill out uh, some more like catalog information. But what I have currently is an online store uh, where I, um, I think it's pretty much sold out right now, but I, uh, I sell lenticulars, which is a, a physical uh, poster print hmm. where, and that's, that's what I used to do before NFTs happened. So if you actually want to play that top video, if you go up a little bit. Uh, so what that is um, a lenticular um, if you've ever seen like a 3D DVD cover where you kind of move it back and forth and the picture pops out. Oh, I that's fine awesome. Art. Yeah. Oh, so, so you can't really see it in the video, but as, as you're seeing that kind of go back and forth, those layers are actually popping off the page at you. Is that like, like the little scratchy, like where you can yeah. move it back and forth and it makes the scratchy sound? I, I totally. know it sounds... I, yeah. I know I'm, I'm dumbing it way down there, but you know what I no, mean. no, you're exactly right. So the lenticular, it's a lens that goes on top of the, the artwork mm -hmm. and it basically like, it's called interlacing. So you're basically having a picture and the lens makes it do the pop thing. So um, I started doing that for my uh, decentralized series and I have um, a variety of those up. Um, my web store got flooded. So I need to, <laughs> There's not much for sale right now, but I will be doing more. Um, I'm actually focusing a lot more on physical art um, as well as NFTs. But I, you know, my my heart is in making tangible uh, art to hang on the wall, and I think it's a good time 
um, to kind of be experimenting with how can you blend the NFT world um, with the physical world. Um, I haven't necessarily uh, felt comfortable selling the two together because you can't prove that the same owner is going to keep both. Oh. But, you know, for the time being, they're separate objects. So if you buy a lenticular, it's art, it's signed and numbered, it's the real deal. You buy an NFT digitally signed and numbered, you know, so there's uh, different assets, but I'm, I'm going after anybody who wants to uh, collect my art. Um, it doesn't need to be one or the other. What about unlockables? I see that on some of the uh, things you can buy. You consider that? Uh, yeah, you know, I think that there's a lot that's coming up with uh, program programmable stuff, um, you know, and also unlockables. Maybe it's like videos of, of me making it or, you know, some oh, like cool. behind the scenes, um, you know, ways to uh, give a little added value to the process. For sure. So it's in you're exactly right. So there's a lot of different unlockable things. Uh, there's augmented reality. Um, I'm actually working on that uh, currently uh, for an upcoming uh, print release. So, you know, it's, it's always finding those little things that you can do to, you know, give that collector a little bit more. And, um, you know, the space moves so fast that, you know, things I couldn't have done a year or two ago are like pretty normal now. Oh, I bet. So, Software is probably just. Jason, always, did you buy? Improving. Did you buy one of the coldies? Is that what I'm seeing here on uh, on Twitter? Me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I bought one. I bought one from the uh, NFT box Genesis, the Genesis one. It's the only one I can afford right now. <laughs> we'll go ahead well, and show, you know, it, show it to the people. Yeah, show that one. And that's actually my latest release, and I'm super proud of that one. Um, you know, it was. Oh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Okay. Oh, you got it? Yeah, there you go. Here it is. It, if it's you uh, click on it, there, there's an animation. If you can get it to animate, you can. Uh, yeah, I just got that screenshot. Yeah, that's oh, fine. Yeah, this is just a screenshot. So, I mean, anyways, it, this is my latest release, and it was for Pranksy's uh, NFT boxes. And there's 500 in the edition, but I treated it the same as a one of one, you know, in terms of effort and thought. I didn't just call it in or hit the easy button. And part of art to me is is being able to have a conversation with other people and kind of, you know, help us all kind of thrive in life. And, and something mm -hmm. for me that's really rang true over the last, especially year or two is really trusting my intuition. And then it's that gut thing, you know, where it's like, Oh, either yes or no. When you feel that thing, you got to freaking listen to it. So I love putting these little messages in my artwork, you know? So, you know, trusting your intuition was, was the go-to, um, I was stoked about it. And now 500 people are being infused with that thought, right? So I think mm -hmm. it's like that butterfly effect where you can use art to affect change in positive or negative ways. Um, and I'm all about positivity. I'm, I'm not going in here saying like life sucks or anything like that. So, no. you know, um, the super dynamic piece and I'm, and I'm constantly, each piece I make, um, I'm pushing my own skills and boundaries. So, if you if you lined up all my art together, there's a very linear progression of, okay. of my progress, right? And that's part of what I'm going to do on my website is I need to actually catalog that because when people are buying my art, sometimes they'll say, "Oh, like is this one any good?" You know, like asking my opinion, and I'll say, "Well, it's the first time I ever did X," or you know, "Oh, this was an important transition in my career." 
and on the naked eye, it might seem like maybe not, um, you know, for whatever reason, it doesn't line up, but I can say, dude, as the artist, that's the time I ever used Photoshop oh, yeah. to rotate the image, you know? So, um, that would be you know, awesome if you did that unlockable content explaining some of your stuff. That'd be really cool. Yeah, no, it's, I'm I'm definitely uh, getting a lot more um, hardcore on like my preservation and kind of educating people about who I am and what I'm making. Because for right the on. last for the last three years, I've just been you know churning and creating. Yeah, and I think I think it's smart to take a step back every once in a while and and catalog and document. So you don't lose the stories and all that stuff over time. Now, do you keep a journal of everything like as you go? Um, no, but I have a pretty, pretty solid, like mental reference of, of these okay. pieces, at, le at least now. That, and that's why I want to like, kind of flush my brain out. It's like clearing out your cash. I yeah, for that, sure. I want to get that down on paper so I don't have to worry about remembering this stuff in 10 years. Real quick. Hey, Ross, I sent you the link. Can you pull that up? Is it on? Uh, you said it on Twitter. I sent it to you on this private chat thing on the side. Oh, okay. Here we go. Bam, so bam, bam. Like just like that. Look at that. Share your screen. Instant. Instant. That's sweet. All right. Let's I see think if we can get just, it to animate. I think you just click on it. Here we go. Look at yeah, that. Perfect. So, how do you? I don't know if you want to give away, you don't have to give away the tricks of the trade here, but this kind of animation within, I'm, I'm guessing you're using, you're using Adobe Creative Suite here. How does that all go down and, and how long does it take to get these kind of skills mastered like you're able to do with this trust your intuition piece? I would say, you know, it's, I, I am using, uh, so this is a combination of um, a photocopy machine, uh, oh. Some vin some vintage X-rays, uh, real vintage, like off of this powder blue. It's really actually funny. Um, my mom is an X-ray tech, hmm. and um, oh, okay. today today she's actually retiring. So it's a really huge nice. day. Hey, congrats! That's a yeah, big clap. Totally yeah, awesome sure. I'm so happy. And and part of it was they were throwing out these X-rays at her office, and she knows. I, I've told her I'm like, if you ever see anything cool at work, I yeah. freaking want it, right? <laughs> so she got me like a stack of these uh, blue x-rays from like the seventies and you can't like, they're unattainable. Right. So I, I oh, got yeah. that and, and I, you know, I, I, I scanned it, you know, cut it out. And so that's a kind of an homage to my mom in a lot of these things, you know, that's so cool. I'm always, there's these layers that I don't talk about, but they have very Im important meanings to me. So sure. x-ray, uh, photocopy machine, Photoshop, and then I animate with After Effects. So that's kind of the the technology behind it. Uh, the amount the amount of time it took me to learn how to do this. I mean, it's kind of the cliche like ten thousand hours of plunking around and mm -hmm. you know fucking up a bunch of times. And you know, yeah. and it's great. You know, every I love failing because you you actually get to stop and you know why did you, you know, there's no failing but maybe it doesn't come wow. out as well as i wanted makes it right? taste a little sweeter at the end yeah yeah exactly so you know this one again is it perfect absolutely not is it am i proud of it absolutely you know so i think sure. it's um it's just that combination of trial and error and uh pushing 
pushing your boundaries and feeling uncomfortable is actually where I, I tend to um, enjoy creating app. So this like signature right here, the Coldy signature, is that just you freehanding that's your natural signature? Is there a story behind that? Because it's pretty unique. It's not your normal yeah. cursive signature on an uh, artist. Uh, okay, artist yeah. This is a really funny one. So I was out with my friends probably, oh boy, 15 years ago. And we all went to Hooters, okay? And at Hooters, they have this song and dance where you got to like write your name on a napkin, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I had never really written my written out Coldy in any type of style before. And I was just like, yeah, just do it out of Sharpie. And I, I drew it out, right? This is the exact same thing. This is that napkin that I scanned in. From 15 awesome. years ago, and like, <laughs> oh wow, and and I have that, and it's like the napkin Genesis signature thing, right? Is that like your first dollar bill? Is that your it, napkin? It, you have the napkin it, still? Yeah, I do. It, it's nuts, right? And I <laughs> and I never redrew it because it was to me that was the perfect signature. I, that's just it. So looks um, sweet. It's just happenstance, right? And uh, and now I, I make a point with all my artwork to sign it because. Um, first of all, if you're at an art gallery, it sure does help to know who made the art, if you can see it. Um, and, and a lot of people in the space, um, it's not a, a pseudo, it's not a really common thing that people are doing. But um, one reason that I also do it is now that we're in the metaverse and you can be putting artworks up on the walls, I, I'm not worried, or it doesn't really matter, but if somebody threw my stuff on the wall without like an attribution sign, it would mm. still say Coldy on the artwork. So I'm covered sure. and um, it's just good branding. You know, it's just good to keep keep having that logo out there. Right. It's so unique that it's it's obvious once it's always built in there that it's, sure. it's going to be yours. Jason, or yeah, go ahead, Goldie, sorry. It is really fun with these 3D things now because I could set my, my logo at different levels. So as it's rotating, I can play with that and like have the logo like dance <laughs> behind things. Like right. it becomes Takes a on piece a of the art. Own. Exactly. Yeah. Now I had a question about the. Uh, so you use a that's Adobe After Effects. Correct. Have you ever messed around Blender? Um, you know I'm getting into Blender. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely um, actively learning more Blender moves, and that's exactly kind of the uh, the next uh, evolution of where I'm going with art is getting yeah. more into the um, into VR. I just launched uh, sure. my own VR gallery. That's what I was going to ask you. That's one of my questions. Yeah, so sorry to like bust your question, but no, uh, no, just go ahead. Just tell us <laughs> about the VR gallery that you have. That you yeah. So I just launched. Um, it's in VR Chat, which is kind of the uh, universal uh, chat program for Oculus yes. or uh, or desktops. So I launched a gallery. Um, it's right now. It's all decentralized portraits in there, and what I'm doing is I'm going to be releasing and this was is a teaser inside the gallery uh, kind of a proof of concept is um a vr version of the portraits so that's that's um, sweet yeah it, it, it's actively happening uh in in the gallery you can get a teaser where you can walk around of the vitalik uh, buterin portrait and see it just as you kind of would um where i where i use the camera and you kind of pan around it and you can see the depth layers. Now you can physically, or with your avatar, walk around it and see the separation between nice. the layers. And um, I'm, I'm super stoked, and I'm going to be doing basically a 
um, like a, a forever upgrade on those. So, mm. you know, when someone buys it, they're getting the VR portrait. And then, you know, as technology continues to evolve in VR, it's going to be future proof. You're not going to get something that's like, oh, that was on Flash and we don't support Flash anymore. You know, it's going to be, you know, so like I'm just, I'm in, yeah, exactly. Like I want whatever the thing is that we're going to want to view it in as the owner, you're going to have rights to come to me and say, Hey, I need a new export. And like, that's no problem. Right. So it's all awesome. about, yeah, I, I'm creating a, my own community, right? It's, it's, um, I branded it club Coldy, where, you know, when wow. you own Coldy art, you are part of a club, right? We were, we're, I have really nice people who buy my stuff and that's not exactly uh, by mistake. Um, the, you have conversations and you create relationships with people. And as you do, connecting all these good people together is very dynamic. Um, I'm, I'm super stoked. I just started, a, I just kind of revved up my Discord. Um, and I just have great people in there. We have random fun chats. Sure. Um, I'm actually going to be starting. This is the first time I'm like actually announcing any of this. But I'm, I've been loving VR so much that I'm going to be starting a VR karaoke club oh. where we're going to go into VR chat um, and you can get these private rooms where I want to bring people in, sing some songs, be silly and just get to know each other in this like weird virtual world. So I'm right trying on. to like do these like little networking kind of, uh, you know, mixers where we just like let For our sure. freak flag go, you know, karaoke now, at club Cody. It's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> Now that um, the VR chat, I've been in the VR room, and the first time I ever did, I didn't even know that the toggle switches let you walk forward. I kept like trying to walk into my TV and stuff. <laughs> but then once I realized that it actually moves you forward with the toggles, is that how is your art gallery gonna be like? You're gonna have different pieces up on the wall all around, and you can walk around and look at each one. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So right now, um, and it was built by Boombox Head, who is another crypto artist, and. Um, nice. The dude's a visionary. Like I, I went to him. We've been buddies for a while, and it, and we started working on this gallery about six months ago. And I, I told him my vision. He came back to me with a mock-up, and it was like done. It just looked great. Um, yeah. So there's there's a like kind of a gallery room that has seven pieces on it, kind of a kind of a best of, I guess, or at okay. least uh, prominent pieces of the collection. Um. And then outside, there's actually a podcast room, a video mm. podcast room, which is super sick. And um, and yeah, and you can see my VR stuff in there. We should do um, you know a guided tour or something. It's uh, that'd be that'd be sweet. Um, so you're gonna have your karaoke room in there too? Uh, that's a good question. So not I, wow. I should ask. I bet you we could do that. I bet I bet you we could. Uh, right now, there's a separate. Um, room that you can go to that i've okay. just been using i'll go in there by myself because you can make a private room and uh i used to before all this covid craze i used to go do karaoke like once a week like i just freaking oh. love singing to just like get it out right uh, and now i can go by myself into this room and get even crazier and just like i could you could pick up guitars and like throw them it's like all this crazy oh, shit. that's awesome it's really fun sounds fun uh, I had a few. I had a few questions for you. Just to, um, unless uh, Russ has anything. 
No, no, go ahead, Jason, and uh, then we'll wrap up here with Cody and let him get on his way with the rest of his episode. All right. I have a few questions. Um, another artist, uh, she she can't be on our show today. She's traveling. Uh, Giselle X. She basically sent me um, a few questions to ask you and the other artists on our show later on. Um, my first one would be, what first brought you to learn about NFTs? Um, so I first uh, learned about NFTs. Um, so quick story, uh, I was into like alternative currencies and just kind of learning about fiat depreciation, all that stuff. Um, and I I just found out about crypto and I literally typed in blockchain and art in Google Mm. in like April, 2018. And it was rare art labs, uh, crypto, uh, larva labs, crypto punks and like Dada NYC. So like. That was all I was around. That was it. And I, that was it. And I was like, well, the only place I really fit was with uh, Rare Art Labs. So that's that's what kind of got me in. And there was no buyers back then. Like my Vitalik Buterin sat there for like a year and a half and, and didn't sell anything. And I was like, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. But, you know, there's just no demand at for, all. For those people that are unfamiliar, what is that piece you're talking about? Um, so the uh, Vitalik Buterin, it was the first of my decentralized uh, portrait series. Okay. And um, at that point, we're talking linear progression, right? What I was doing then, um, God, I wish I had one here. Um, give me one sec. Uh, I'm scanning the room for it. I don't see it. Um, 3D, a 3D glasses version of the Vitalik Buterin. Okay. So when you put on glasses, uh, the 3D pops out at you. Oh, and sweet. Yeah, so that was the first one because I didn't, I wasn't using After Effects. I didn't figure out the camera moves, but that was my, my jam. Like all these back here are like anaglyph artworks. Um, all right. So, anyways, um, that was on there, and you know, I thought it was a cool piece of art, but who am I to say? No one bought it. Um, I ended up burning that. Oh. And yeah, so I, no one bought any of them. So I burned all the ERC twenty tokens and reminted as a one of one on Super Rare, and then that one sold. So it was. Um, kind of a beautiful little story of that whole thing. If you don't mind, how much did it sell for? Um, I think it was like, geez, it was like 25 Ether or something like that. Back when ETH was cheaper too, I bet too, right? Yeah, yeah, Ether was probably like a thousand then or something. So it's still, still a good awesome, money. awesome take home. It was, it, it was sure. a beautiful, like, I'm all about like not selling yourself short or too cheap, like valuing your own art. And I knew in my heart, like I collect art. I love art. I was like, that's not a shitty piece of art. Like, I think it's someone, I think somebody would like it. So I didn't go and and like sell them for, you know, those editions for 10 bucks each. I was just like, waited for the right time. For sure. You invest in yourself. And as you do better, your art does better. So, you know, I just, when I retokenized it, it was like kind of an affirmation of its value way back then up to now. Well, it's a good thing you uh, didn't just say, I'm done with this stuff and get out of it. <laughs> yeah. No. I, and the thing is, I'm going to make art no matter what. You know, like this has given me a platform to connect with way more people than my like regional town. So, sure. but if, if this whole thing for some odd reason would go away tomorrow, uh, it doesn't really change anything. You know, I, I, it's still going to keep making. That's my next question. And I'll just. How long do you envision the short and long-term sustainability of NFT art? Um, I think we just saw our first um, um, inflection point 
where we were kind of underground for years, proving the tech, you know, people were watching, um, me and a bunch of people, uh, Matt Cain, uh, Bart Ionson, uh, I'm going to leave out people, um, uh, blah, blah, Sparrow. There's a whole bunch of us that banded together about a year ago and got secondary commissions for mm. 10%. Uh, we put ourselves on the line and we wanted to help the future artist succeed for the long term, right? So sure. we kind of set these building blocks up. So I think we've just now gotten to an inflection point where, you know, I mean, celebrities are just cashing in. It's some fucking Taco Bell thing. The M&M crap piece. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's coming in. Um, I think it's going to lead to a lot more people learning about what crypto art is in For general, sure. which is super valuable. I also think those people will never come back until the next wave because I think there's just a lot of cash grabbing happening. But I think... Uh, aside from that, the infrastructures are being built. I don't think we were ready for this, to be quite honest, in terms of the infrastructures and the platforms and the deluge of like onboarding. Like everyone got bamboozled. It was just like, for sure. Happened. We needed another year, right? Doesn't matter. We, we handled it. And we being the proverbial like community. No, I get it. Um, this is going to peak out at some point the m&ms and everyone's gonna like get their mills and like be be fine i guess and then we're gonna like level off right we, yes. we, we've, we've gone from here to here right and that's great <laughs> as long as we keep doing that up thing then we're fine i think it's yeah it's gonna be i think it'll be more uh standard as we go it's not gonna be crypto art or nfts at a certain point it's just gonna be art you know, it's For just sure. going to be a different way that art is digested. And I look forward to that because whenever I tell somebody I'm in crypto art, it's just like, it's the instant, like, well, I have no idea what that is. Right. It, right. You know, I just so, I say, think, uh, art that's on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I could say digital art, but then some, you know, quickly it gets into, well, how do you even sell that? Which is a great little like rabbit hole to talk about. Um, if you want to spend that hour. I'll do it. I I will freaking do it. I love talking about that. Then eventually they'll be like, okay, I've heard enough. So my, um, my kid gives up after like five minutes. She's like I, I I'm not buying. I don't want. I don't want to buy anything that I can just look on my phone and see. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what other people each, don't do that. To yeah. each their own. All right, Cody, exactly. we'll get you out on wait, this, wait. my man. One uh, more. You got one more, Jason. One more. Pick one piece of your own artwork that you have a personal story connection about about what you like to share aside from the one you already did, but what's something else that, uh, that really sticks out and has a good meaning behind it for you? Um, wow. That's hard. There's two of them that pop in my brain. Um, I'll talk about the, uh, the one I, the, the, le the more obscure one. So, um, I have a cat and his name is Paul Sabbath and Paul Sabbath is not the smartest cat, but he is like master of his domain. And I love Paul Sabbath. So there was a, um, a cat charity show a couple of years ago, and uh, it was a physical show. So I, I did this artwork of, uh, it's called Paul, um, Paul Sabbath overlooking his kingdom, I think is what it's called. And it's got Paul. And he's got like the uh, notorious B.I.G. crown that's like kind of like oh, tilted nice. on his head. And he's like looking over this like apocalyptic landscape. 
but inside of that there's like a cat tree there's some cat toys flying you know it's like it's like kind of it's this weird surreal paul sabbath world and it was one of my early um nfts that did like a, a kind of a 3d shift yeah okay and the cool thing about that is paul has you know cats need to go to the doctor and <clears throat> paul has some like random health issues and the amazing thing about the paul sabbath art piece is that he as a cat is actually like manifesting his own like way in life when i sell the paul sabbath thing or when i when it resells i get secondaries that's paying for paul sabbath's life you know so it's like <laughs> he's, he's actually like he's paying rent he is I need my dog to start paying rent yeah for sure <laughs> dog animal and Maybe that's where it's at. I don't know. There you go. There you go. Never won't be charging dog fees anymore at apartments. <laughs> just, just hook them up to the NFT uh, NFT proceeds. Cody, uh, where can people find your work? Where can people find all of the great stuff you're doing in the NFT world? Uh, yeah, so I'm most active on Twitter. If you add Coldy, uh, just at C-O-L-D-I-E, uh, that's a good way to stay in contact. My DMs are always open. Um, you're talking about my website. That's uh, coldy3d.com. Uh, another place where you can find, um, you know, information about me. And I guess that's it. I'm, I'm pretty accessible. So if you go to either of those, um, check it out. I'm open to questions. I love chatting. So, um, yeah. Fantastic. Sure. All right, Cody, we really appreciate you coming on the program this evening. We'll definitely have you back on the show in the uh, in the not-so-distant future. We love talking to you, my man. It was a lot of fun. I love it. And, it's been a blast. Uh, Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you yeah, for Cody, coming on, man. Coming on. always for Good chatting. All right. That was Coldy. We will uh, end this recorded video, get back to the regular scheduled program on limited edition right here with Russ Heltman and NFT God. All righty. Coldy was a fantastic guest. Great way to close out another limited edition here on Wednesday nights. Jason, anything left to say to the people before we uh, chime out? Uh, the only thing I just I just typed it. Um, I think we had like maybe uh, seven people that comment tonight. As I said, I don't know why people aren't as interested in uh, NFT art yet, but they we'll will be soon. They will be soon. So everybody that came into the um, the chat tonight, I'm gonna send every single one of you. I think there's like seven of you. A um, I'll send you all a uh, something tomorrow. I'll figure it out. I'll send you either a Top Shot moment, a Godzilla. Um, shoot, I, I have like 20 different things now, so I'll figure it out. And you, gotta, you have to get a ledger or something. You need an Excel sheet for all these different... For sure, for sure. So <laughs> I'll, I'll make a list, and I will just let you guys choose what you want. All right? There you go. NFT God, the very generous NFT God in the flesh right there. And that'll do it for this week's edition of Limited Edition right here on Twitter twitch youtube you catch us streaming all on those platforms and the uh entire catalog of our show will be up tomorrow afternoon in podcast form get us on google spotify and apple podcast we'll post that apple. on the led token oh yeah apple got approved today we'll post that on the led tokens twitter page for nft god i'm russ Heltman. thank you everyone for tuning into the show we'll talk to you next week yep bye everybody